Hi, I'm John Douglas, former FBI profiler and head of the FBI's National Center for the Analysis of Violent Crime. You're listening to Animals Voice Podcast, a product of the Ontario SPCA. Welcome to Animals Voice Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin McKenzie, and uh, excited to be joined by Aaron Price this morning. How are you, Aaron? Awesome. Thank you. Aaron. Happy to be here. You know what? Every so often I get to interview people that are very special and important to us. And uh, I'm talking about volunteers. Now, you are one of our outstanding volunteer service winners. You spend time with our Aurelia Animal Center. I do. And it sounds like about five years, you were telling me, you've been doing this? Actually, third party, I've been doing this for about 15 years. Wow. And the last five years, I'm directly involved with the Animal Center. Well, thank you. My key role is fundraising. But when I'm talking to our donors, I always talk about the role of the volunteers in our organization because... There's just so much work that is done by people like yourself. And there's like so yourself. much work that has to be done. Yeah, yeah. You know, it never stops. And for me, it's it's in me to give. I just, um, I'm so passionate about it. And I come up with my best ideas in the middle of the night. And I think that I put the fun in fundraising. And so <laughs> I'm pretty well connected in the community. So I sort of bring in volunteers that way because they kind of just want to be part of the fun stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I, you know, Carol, the manager at your branch, is uh, she speaks very highly of you. So I hear you're involved in a number of different areas, and we're going to get into that. But first of all, you said that you've been volunteering, I guess, helping out the Aurelia Animal Center for 15 years, but for the last five years in a very specific role and a committee member. What's your experience been like uh, volunteering with the Ontario SPCA? With the SPCA, what I have found is is the heart. The heart is, is, it's indescribable. I mean, the people that I see every day at the animal center, whether I stop in to, you know, pick up a form or just pop in to see what kind of animals we have so that I can mention that when I'm out, out and about, just their passion and their work and they're, they're tireless. And I look at them and I think, oh, wow, you know, if I could just be a little bit like them, yeah. you know, I'm really a high energy kind of person and they actually ground me and they help me realize that, okay, you know, you don't have to do it all in one day, Aaron. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just see that there's such a sense of family and and they all get along so well and, and it's fun. They have fun. The shelter is always a fun place to visit. Got to have fun when you work, right? Absolutely. So part and parcel of you winning this award was coming to our yearly education conference. And that's where we're recording this podcast right now. What has that experience been like for you so far? Well, for me, I'm a retired teacher. And so education is really important for me. And what I'm hoping to learn and what I am learning in these workshops, I've been going to a lot of leadership workshops because I want to learn how to uh, extend my energy into corporate uh, corporate areas where you know we can get some uh, ongoing giving. So for the conference, what I'm experiencing is I'm learning the jargon, I'm learning the systems, I'm learning the rules, and I'm learning uh, ways to branch out and ways that I can go forward for bigger asks mm-hmm. and you know all these small little community projects I do are fun and they're great, but I want to do things that are long lasting. Okay. Is there a one highlight or a favorite part from the conference so far? I think the the leadership workshops have been the best for me. And uh, what I'm learning also is um, I'm a real people person, but I'm learning that it's really important to be involved with media and social media and, you know, all of the things that are out there that, you know, that you can access Mm -hmm. to help me, I guess, to be more um, proficient in what I do. Tell me about your volunteering at the Aurelia Animal Center. What's your favorite part of volunteering with animals? 
Volunteering with animals, well, first of all, I've kind of stayed away from the shelter for the longest time in my 15 years previous because I thought if I go in there, I'm going to bring home, <laughs> I, I have so a truck much. and I'm going to bring them all home in a truck. <laughs> so I decided that I would work out in the trenches and then slowly, slowly, I, I was able to go in and uh, I've actually been able to bring students in, um, special needs students in to, you know, to visit animals and, you know, everybody wins, right? Mm-hmm. And it gives the, anim- the animals a safety net and it allows the students to to build confidence and and uh, so I'm working on some programs uh, I have seen some programs where you can have children come in and read so we're working on a small special needs class to come in and be able to do that mm-hmm. and uh, just going to the animal center now I've decided that I've called myself a fun development officer <laughs> and so I've had to go in there quite a bit more to get Carol to you know let me know what the rules are in all of this and of course now I have a puppy oh. I have Charles Barkley okay and he's a Wheaton and uh, we've just had him for maybe two months oh and, wow yeah okay, so it's early on it, it is early on we had a, a teacup poodle for 15 years and you know it's always hard to say goodbye to a pet but then mm. um, you know what a new one comes along and yeah. they need your love just as much. So. Definitely. Yeah. It's beneficial for both of you, right? Exactly. So uh, how do you know you're making a difference in the work that you're doing and the volunteering? I know I'm making a difference because I'm building some trust in my community. And each year when I'm doing a different fun fundraiser, I, I go back to the same people and they expect me. Mm-hmm. And they also know that I'm a dog on a bone. And they sometimes just get the checkbook out when I come in and they just <laughs> say, how much is it to get rid of you today, Aaron? Oh, so I've got to start taking you out on some of my donor calls. <laughs> this is good. Yeah. And then also now I've become uh, the SPCA, the Really Animal Center. We've become part of people's social calendar. It's like, okay, Aaron, uh, I'll get an email. What's going on next? Like, uh, make sure you save me a ticket. And, you know, where that's are we, go- where are we that, going to be? So we are tangible. totally part of their social that's calendar. That's a very tangible way for you to know you're making an impact because they're coming to you. They are coming to me. As the face, you know, to them, you're the face of the organization. And what are you up to now, Aaron? Well, you know, you just wait and see. I just can't say just yet. It's just too exciting. You'll have to wait till next week till it comes out, you know. Well, congratulations and kudos on that. That's very exciting. Is there an animal story that you've heard uh, that that has stuck with you? Yes. Recently, we had our spaghetti dinner, no balls, (laughs) and it was very successful. And it's getting bigger every year. And I've secured a a larger venue for that next year. It's really, really becoming a successful event. And what we we did was we put a piggy bank on each table and a picture of Charlie. And Charlie was a hound mix. And Charlie had a young four-month-old puppy, Mm -hmm. ate a sock. and he had to have extensive surgery so we needed to have change for Charlie Mm -hmm. so we sort of incorporated that into our evening and we were very successful in raising some money so Charlie really really touched my uh, you know my heartstrings and my puppy's name is Charlie so it just kind of you know just stuck with you it did absolutely yeah the Ontario SPCA means different things to different people you've been volunteering with us for quite some time now what does the Ontario SPCA mean to you for me as a retired teacher, it's allowed me to have that um, extension of, of my skills. I, I, I've always fundraised as a, as a teacher for all kinds of different uh, needs for the school. And so now, now I can take those skills and it's allowed me to, have an, to, to be able to do, be creative mm-hmm. and some leeway. And um, I'm also trying to inject some fun in all, in all of it so that there's always something fun. And, you know, rather than just saying, okay, can you, can you give, can you give? I feel when you're fundraising, it's always be able, the, the person that I go to ask for, I should be doing something for them. What bang can they get for their buck? Okay. So that's the kind of thing. So I try to do, and I've learned this morning in one of the workshops, was um, the integrated model is bringing in all of that. And I'm just starting to do that quite accidentally 
just, you know, bringing in different community organizations all together in one event. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's working for that too. Nice. Is there something that sticks out for you that you're most proud of in your volunteer role? Probably uh, the events that I've created. I started a Santa Claus uh, Christmas home tour. It went for 10 years. And what we did was uh, I would go around literally knocking on doors and asking people to put their house on uh, a Christmas home tour. Mm -hmm. And we would do it a Friday evening and then a Saturday day. And then here we would come to Casino Rama and have a a culminating tea, like a Victorian tea, and very, very successful. We did that for 10 years. And then, of course, you know, things have their time. You have to realize you have to maybe change things up. So from there, I went into a Mad Hatter tea, which I incorporated with National Cupcake Day. Mm -hmm. So we had all the ladies come with, we encouraged them to wear hats and uh, it was, it ended up being quite a contest and people have asked, you know, when are we going to do that again? So that worked out really well. I'm creating some taglines for local businesses and I'm kind of just doing that. I'm setting up things and, you know, they know that I'm going to come back and get them later. But Mm -hmm. for example, Jim Wilson, our Chevrolet GMC Buick um, dealership here, I just popped in one day because we have our hot pets campaign that comes up in the summer. And I said, you know, Jim, I think maybe um, you should have sort of a tagline, something like never leave a pet unattended in a vehicle. Okay. And so now he's using that. He's sponsoring our auction and we've got some pens made up and we have an event coming up next week and he's going to put some signage up for that so Mm -hmm. there's that and um, I guess what I'm most proud of at the moment is my say nay initiative that I've come up with it's called say nay don't litter and I was meeting with a veterinarian and uh, it was to do with our pet prevention program in in March with the SPCA Mm -hmm. and she said to me you know Aaron we can't just spay and neuter, say that we're spaying and neuter in March. We're talking about over pet populations. So say nay, I came up with was, uh, with her help was the nay part was neuter all year long. Don't litter. And what uh, this, this veterinarian, it's a really a pet hospital. Her and her husband are both vets. And every time anyone brings an animal to their clinic, every month they give proceeds from their, their spay and neutering that they've done. So now we've, we've, we're in our third month. And it's, uh, it's, I think it's just a really awesome connection. And I think, um, you know, we should be spaying and neutering all year long. Aaron Price, uh, my guest on Animals Voice podcast today, uh, an outstanding volunteer service award winner. You have brought volunteering to a different level, and you should feel very proud of that. And and I know, uh, speaking on behalf of our organization, we feel very lucky to have you. People envision volunteering, and a lot of times people think about volunteering, and I think they think about disinfecting cages, lugging bags of cat food or dog food around, or cat litter, um, you know, speaking within the realm of our organization. But everything you have described... You're talking about the creation of programs. You're talking about event management. You're talking about very uh, sophisticated fundraising. You should be very proud of the work you're doing with us, and and thank you for it. Well, it's my pleasure, absolutely. It's Uh, it's my fire, it's my pleasure, it's my passion, and I'm just happy to help in any way I can. Well, you're you're doing a lot of good for the Aurelia Animal Center and and for the Ontario SPCA, so thank you so much. You're welcome. And thank you for joining me on Animals Voice Podcast. I appreciate it. Great. Thank you for having me. Uh, And thank you to our listeners of Animals Voice Podcast. We appreciate all of your support and appreciate everything that you do for us. Please continue to share the broadcast on social media. And uh, if you have show ideas, you can email me at kmckenzie at ospca.on.ca or you can find me on Twitter at ospcakevin. Uh, Aaron, we'll talk to you again. Absolutely. 
Thank you for joining us for another edition of Animals Voice Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and at our website, ontariospca.ca. Animals Voice Podcast is a production of the Ontario SPCA. The Society would like to thank all our supporters. Together, we are the Animals Voice.